Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people. And you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Welcome to Bravo Breaking News live from Las Vegas with Kim and Lisa. So exciting. We are here in person, which is such a treat. We are very cozy on the tiny little seat together, but you know, you gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do when it comes to making it work with a hotel room. We're making it work. Bear with us, bear with the hotel Wi-Fi connection. Bear with my slightly tipsy demeanor right now because we are gaming for the weekend of all weekends, and that is BravoCon. But don't worry, because we are still here to cover Real Houses of Beverly Hills because we had quite the episode last night. Oh, man, there was a lot to get into. So we have the rumors starting with PK and Dorit. I guess I can't even say rumors. Dorit herself was talking about how, you know, her and PK were going through a tough time. And, you know, even Mauricio's mom is starting to question Kyle and Mauricio's relationship. So there's a lot to get into before we do make sure you guys are subscribed and make sure that you're following Bravo Breaking News on Instagram, as well as Lisa Not Rinna on Instagram for all the fun recaps of the BravoCon weekend. Yes. Um, for those of you just tuning in, we are in Vegas for BravoCon. We're here. We're recapping Beverly Hills, but we will be recapping the entire weekend on Instagram. So make sure you are following us there. But let's dive into the episode because there's a lot to unpack. So we started with this scene between Erica and Dorit. And um, I don't know about you, but this is one of the scenes that they released as one of the previews for the episode. So, of course, Dorit and Erica have a lot to talk about when it comes to what happened at the healing retreat last week. So um, they meet up for tea in the middle of Beverly Hills in this beautiful park. Um, and Dorit is upset. She's upset with Erica. And it's obvious why, because Erica didn't apologize to her throughout the entire time of her, you know, talking about the incident last week. You know, she uses the excuse that is my new favorite, favorite excuse, like Dorit, I'm a showman. You know, it's what I do. But throughout all that, we still didn't get an apology. You know, Erica basically says that it just popped into her head and she, she sold it to the audience, but she knows that there's going to be a fallout. Um, but basically she's ready to fix it with Dorit and that is what she's trying to do at this tea. Yeah. I mean, I think she was 
genuinely, I think she was saying all the right things in this moment, unlike at the retreat. That's what Jerry wanted to hear a week ago. You know what I mean? So if I'm Dorit, yes, I appreciate the apology, but I'm also still annoyed that it took that long for Erica to get there. And it basically took Dorit asking for an apology in order to get it. And so I don't know. I think she should still tread lightly. I, I think Erica gets it, but what she said that really stood out to me is Dorit, I really want to fix this friendship because I don't have many friends. Ooh, you're right about that. So it was almost like, I think she realized, oh, I fucked up because now I'm not going to have any friends or allies on the show. Rinna's gone, who was her you know, right-hand man. And so I think she is more apologizing because she wants to have, you know, she wants to make sure that she has allies like this season. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I picked up on that too. Um, the way Erica said that was just like, what is Dorit supposed to think? Right. You know, being like, this is not a genuine apology. You're just apologizing to me because you don't have anybody on your side anymore. Exactly. exactly. Um, but, you know, I think what Dorit said is right. They are very close friends. They have been very close friends. So I don't know. I do feel like Erica does maybe want to try to try to make up for it. I don't know. I mean, you know, Dorit explains how it did hit her hard, maybe harder than it usually would have because her and PK, of course, as, as we've seen, have had a difficult year, have had uh, difficult times, challenging times, as her and Kyle like to say. Um, so, you know, if they hadn't been in a rough, rough spot, it might not have hit her as hard. Totally. And I think it really don't think Erica knew that they were having a tough time when she said that, but it's sort of one of those things where you never know what someone is really going through. So, you know, maybe just don't try and blow up their spot like that. Yeah. And, uh, and there is something I need to say, I want to say. So we have Dorit now sharing a new story about how she was robbed mm -hmm, once again. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we know about the home invasion. Apparently, 10 months later, she was shopping. She took out $10,000 in cash from the bank to go shopping for Christmas gifts. She says she put it in her handbag in a shopping cart where somebody then followed her and stole the handbag with the money. Now, I have a question for you. Yes. And for the audience, where would you be shopping with $10,000 that provides you with a, a shopping, shopping cart? So I definitely thought about this too. And I'm sure many others did as well. I watched, I actually watched the episode twice. And what she said was, was I went and got $10,000 for Christmas gifts. She didn't say I went and got $10,000 and then went to buy Christmas gifts. So I was thinking, Oh, she's giving out cash, probably to staff. Like a Bethany with the TJ Maxx and the used no, makeup? No, 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 no. Like her housekeeper and like her nanny and things like that. So she wasn't using it to shop at the store she Correct. was at. I think she went to the bank and then she stopped at the grocery store and was, you know, pushing her cart around and someone got her bag, which never leave your bag in the shopping cart. Like that's just a dumb move. But people do it. 
And so I think she got cash to probably give to her glam team, her nanny, her housekeeper, her chef, whoever, because that is a common thing to do to give like a cash present for Christmas. So I feel like that's what it was because you're right. I don't think you're really walking around just like buying, like you're going to use your credit card if you're going to buy a store. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like who would take $10,000 to target, you right, know? Right, right, right. Um, so anyway, um, so then we get the scene at Sutton's house, Garcelle comes over and she's talking about, you know, her issues with her son and still very sad, Lisa, I know you had a lot of feelings about this being a mom and, you know, feeling like Garcelle, you know, didn't feel like she was being a good mom. Um, but we do get a little bit of a, a, a light moment um, with Sutton having the matchmaker over. And I thought that was kind of funny because I'm sharing that she like never gets asked out on a second date, I know. which, and she's like, Oh, it's because of my, of my intelligence and my, then my, that and like, She's probably not wrong. You know, she does have a certain, you know, Sutton is Sutton, but I think she deserves a second date. I don't know why guys aren't, you know, coming after her. I think she's, yeah, I think she's a catch. I definitely think she's a catch. P.S. I see, I see Jane's comment that we're blurry. I'm so sorry, but we're in Vegas for BravoCon. We're on the hotel Wi-Fi. It looks clear to us. So if it's coming across blurry, just bear with us. Um, bear with we us. Try, we try everything. Bear with us. Uh, we're on the road. We're on the road. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely think Sutton is a catch, but I also think that she is not going to settle, you know, nor should she. And let's face it. She needs a guy who is wealthy in his own right. And, you know, of a certain age and is willing to put up with her quirks and, you know, she's a strong personality. So it's not an easy find at any age, I don't think. And especially in her in your 50s. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I hope the matchmaker can help her. But I did appreciate that Sutton didn't just roll over and say, oh, OK, I need to let them take a lead. You know, she was like, no, I'm not about that. So she was at least honest. Definitely. I, I think Sutton deserves happiness. Um, and I really hope she finds somebody. So I don't know. There's there's definitely more to the story to come there. Um, but I did love I love Sutton and Garcelle's friendship. It's like an unexpected friendship, but it really does feel like they are truly friends. And when Garcelle started opening up to Sutton about, um, I think it's Jax, I can't remember which one, Jax wanting to live with his dad and, you know, how Garcelle feels like she failed as a parent. And, you know, it felt like they were having a genuine, honest conversation and that Sutton could really relate to her. And it just, I really like seeing that. I know, of course, we love these shows for the pettiness and the drama, but I also really do enjoy when you see genuine friendships form. And I feel like Sutton and Garcelle are one of those, those success stories, if you will. Definitely. I don't think they were friends before the show. I think they became friends mm -hmm. on the show and continue to be friends off the show, off camera, uh, like outside of filming. So I love that for them. I love them. I'm, I'm so excited. I mean, to see them and everybody else this weekend. Um, for those of you just tuning in, we are in Vegas for BravoCon. We are at the hotel. We are recapping Real Hostas of Beverly Hills. So, and we are about to get to 
my favorite moment of the entire episode, which is the pretty woman recreation. So this was just hilarious because we have Dorit in a panic. We have never seen her in before. I mean, even the PTSD after the break-in, like, wasn't this like anxiety ridden. So we have Kyle bringing Dorit to the Beverly Wilshire Hotel. Um, and she thinks she's going for lunch, but actually Kyle is surprising her um, or Kyle is helping PK surprise right. her for the anniversary. Um, but on the way there, Dorit pull, takes one for the team. She is asking <laughs> Kyle, what the hell is up with you and Mauricio? You don't post with him on Instagram anymore. Um, you know, it seems like there's a heaviness. Like, what did you think when Dorit just like pulled this out of, it's not out of thin air, but for Dorit to like bring this up on camera, like Kyle kind of seemed shell-shocked. Yeah, I don't think Kyle was very happy about that conversation in the car. Um, I think Dorit was doing her job well. I think she is coming in hot this season and she's giving us what we want to see. But I don't think Kyle was too pleased as Dorit's friend um, that she was bringing this up. And she kind of just tried to play it off as, you know, he's stressed with work. And, you know, I just been bringing a little more freedom, which I think that's a big thing to say. And it, it, yeah, then and then Dorit is kind of like, you know, by the way, if you don't want to talk about these things like just tell me and it's like well it's a little too late don't you think you brought it up I can't just say oh you know what I don't want to talk about that because then it makes it worse I know it seems like there was a lot of moments in this episode they were breaking the fourth wall mm -hmm. you know being like you know you shouldn't have brought this up on camera you know kind of thing mm -hmm. and it all has to do with Kyle which, you know is tying back to um definitely you know what's going on in her personal life um, but so what did you think of the concept of PK's surprise? I thought it was cute. I thought it was very, very cute. Um, I thought everything that he had planned, every detail, um, you know, was perfect. I would be very, very happy if my husband did that for me. I think he went above and beyond. Um, but Doreen like, wasn't really happy with it. Like she, you know, I guess, you know, Kyle kind of said, oh, it's inspired by Pretty Woman. And she's like, you know, in Pretty Woman, they order everything on the menu. And all that's here is like a fruit plate. You know what I mean? She was kind of nitpicking every yeah, little sure. thing about it. And on top of that, she was like, I need to know what's going on. I have anxiety. What's going on with the kids? What's this? What's that? What's this? What's that? It's like, and she's blaming it on her like PTSD. But I guess, you know, at her core, she's a control freak. Mm -hmm. She does not like to be surprised. And you would think if you were married to somebody for how many, or have they been married 12 years? Something like that. Um, that like, or maybe, maybe less than 10. I don't know. But that they would know that. I don't know. PK well, seemed to think that she might like this, yeah. but she did not. Like she says that she likes surprises, but then I think once it's executed, she doesn't like it. Or maybe she just doesn't like it if it's not, up to her standards. But I think, I think she eventually got into it. Like when she saw her glam team come in and her stylist, she was like, okay, it's getting better. So it wasn't just, you know, 
a, a standard hotel room with a fruit plate. Um, she thought, you know, that's all she was kind of getting. And so, but she needs to just chill the fuck out a little bit and kind of have some trust in her friend and in her husband that like, they're going to, they're doing something that you're going to like. It was so cute though. When she yeah. like called Phoenix and oh my. I, she's like, mommy, stop stressing. Like, mm. you know, we're in on it. Like daddy's just trying to surprise you. Like that was so cute and just what she needed in that moment you know um so again i said it last week jagger and phoenix are like my favorites i i love them i would die for them and so if dorit needs you know them to you know kind of help you know make her feel better in a moment then it is what it is it is what it is um but the glam team shows up dorit is still kind of being spastic about it um, and Kyle, like, is just in the background, like, just laughing about how Dorit is freaking out. Well, can't let us not forget, Dorit is actually a designer herself and a stylist. And so, you know, she just, she doesn't just wear anything. Okay. That's right. That's right. She had to remind us of that, didn't she? <laughs> it's so good. I loved seeing Kyle just, like, off to the side laughing because, I mean, I would be laughing, too. Um so she finally, you know, okay, they convince her to get in the red dress, obviously, and the white gloves. And I thought they did a really great job making her look, you know, similar to Julia Roberts in that in that scene. And she goes and meets PK down at the bar. PK even rented a Lamborghini because I think that's what Richard Gere drove up in in the film when he grew up. It, it is a little bit strange to me because the whole movie, obviously, she's a sex worker. So... You know, it's like, oh, honey, love you so much. I want to recreate the scene where you're a sex worker and I'm picking you up on Wilshire Boulevard and taking you to this hotel. But let's just try to forget about that because PK did go all out. You know, he he thought of all the details. He had the, the necklace. They did the thing, the little cute laugh. And the when he took her up to the room, the real room, I think then she started to appreciate all the effort that he put in yeah started to appreciate the always awkward two-person <laughs> musician singer slash whatever other person was there berlin and it was berlin <laughs> berlin is that an instrument or a person that's the that was the singer oh. who sang that song apparently i didn't i didn't know who sang this i know I thought, but i think it's a cur. That's not the original. You don't think she was the original? No. Oh, I thought she was. I thought that was the whole point. I don't know. You think PA reps that person too? I mean, possibly. He's in with the music industry. So we got Melissa Etheridge. We got George. And we got Berlin. I don't know. But anyway, this song wasn't from pretty woman it was from top Gun, and the editors you know through the shade like they always do and i loved it but it was so awkward like they're they're singing this moment and there's just two other people in the room singing it's just always so awkward when they do this on so the housewives awkward. but i i love it regardless um and then they sit down to dinner and of course you know dorit wants a drink PK doesn't even know what the drink is, and we're all screaming at the TV like you do. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. 
They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Vodka, soda, three lemons. Park us out. Park us out. Park us out. Park us out, though. I know, but like he, he just doesn't get it. After I think he was being silly. I think he knew. I think he was pulling the chain. Vodka tonic. He was kidding. He was totally kidding. I think. Yeah, I don't know. But then we have this moment where I think we both kind of looked at it differently. Mm -hmm. So I saw. Dorit kind of complaining about the surprise. She was basically being like, oh, my glam team was stuck in the doorway bringing in all of these dresses that you had rented for me. Um, It was like not a fun surprise, you know, like, you know, I like to be in control and stuff. And she was also saying how she's like, I don't need a big gesture. I just want PK to like be there for me and support me and like help me out around the house. It's like she didn't need this moment. She needed other things from him. But She wants every day, she wants him to show up every day in little ways and not just once a year in a big way. And I get that. I totally get that. But I was just a little confused. And when we were talking about it earlier, I was like, I felt like she said one thing in the confessional and she seemed not happy in the confessional. But in the moment, like when they were at dinner and he said something like, but I did good tonight. Right. And she said, honey, you did so good. And she was crying when they were dancing. So I thought she did enjoy it, but then the episode was titled unwise surprise. So I, I don't, I guess she didn't, but maybe she didn't come to the, those, like she didn't have those feelings until afterwards. Yeah. As we, I think some of her true feelings in the confessional, when she's saying, you know, I don't need I don't need this big gesture. I need the smaller gestures. I need PK to show up, you know, every day and help me with other things. So I think she was maybe looking back on this while it was a nice gesture. I don't think the gesture that she was wanting from him at that moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, I mean, he said that he was having a hard time understanding her PTSD and it's something that's really affecting her. So if your partner isn't able to understand it, or empathize with it, then I can see how that would kind of drive a wedge between them. And maybe PK's love language is gift giving. And so he, maybe he thinks, oh, if I give her this big elaborate gift, then, you know, like the Rose Rule, for example, then it'll make everything better. But it sounds like that's not Dorit's language she likes to receive. She wants probably more quality time. Yes, I agree. I agree. Um, 
So before we move on, for everybody just tuning in, we are live from BravoCon. We are in Las Vegas. We are in the hotel room. It is shitty Wi-Fi, so please bear with us. But we are here, recap Beverly Hills. Um, and we're going to dive into the scene with Kyle and Mauricio. And it is Portia's birthday. So we have the whole family there, including Mauricio's mom and dad. And they have been stirring up quite a bit of drama lately, mm -hmm. you know, in real life and in this episode. Um, so we have Mauricio calling Kyle love bean again, and that has become my trigger because <laughs> I cannot, I cannot hear that. I cannot hear love bean anymore from Mauricio ever again. It triggers me. I don't know how you guys feel. Um, but Kyle is basically saying, you know, they're not in sync. Mauricio has been working a lot lately. The agency has basically become the other woman in their relationship. And that's not, you know, hard to miss as it's been growing so rapidly. Mauricio has his own reality show now. So it's pretty apparent that, you know, there are things going on with him. And he's, you know, kind of not present, kind of like Dorit is saying about PK. But Estella... His mom also noticing and she is approaching Kyle on camera to ask her, is everything OK? I keep seeing headlines all over Google about you guys. And Kyle is just like taken aback yeah. once again. It's definitely a weird time and place to bring that up. Um, and first of all, I can't believe Portia is 15. Do you remember? Like season one, she was like literally two or three years old. We're old. We're officially <laughs> old. Know, right? But yeah, Estella was basically saying, I don't believe this, but you know, after you see it over and over and over, you got to start wondering and like, why is this out there? And Kyle basically says, well, oh, someone took a picture of me not wearing my wedding ring. And then I was all confused on the timeline because I thought that that happened after they announced that they were separating, but I guess the, not. what the pictures yeah. of the ring? No, that happened months before. Oh God, I'm but totally they're, getting mumbled. People didn't really think anything of it because she was coming from the gym. I yeah. think she even went on a podcast or said something about like, I was going to the gym. I didn't wear a ring. I didn't yeah. wait. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then she had to rush and take Portia to school. Yeah, exactly. So which literally yesterday, I didn't realize until the end of the night that I forgot to wear my ring all day. So it's like, sometimes it happens. It doesn't mean that you're you know, getting divorced. I agree. I agree. But then we think, you know, last week's scene about the tattoos was so strange, but now it seems to be a progressing storyline. Literally tattoo gate. Because tattoo gate is alive and well on Beverly Hills. And I guess really remember how it comes up in conversation but it does come up and kyle's basically like did you guys know that i like have tattoos or whatever and and they were like no and then kyle all of a sudden was like oh you know mauricio also ta has tattoos and i guess his parents who are old you know mauricio is also old he's a grown man they don't know that he has tattoos like what and why is this a big deal? He's not a child. He is like in his 50s. Why does it matter that his parents don't know he has tattoos? Why does it matter that he has tattoos, period? Well, I think it matters because he's Jewish. And in the Jewish religion, you're not supposed to like 
change your body or get tattoos or even get piercings, I don't think, if you're like very strict. Because, I mean, I'm not an expert, but I've heard from friends that if you get tattoos, you're not allowed to be buried in a Jewish cemetery. And so I think that's probably why he didn't want his parents to know. But it, she seemed fine. But it was also like, what's Kyle's goal here? Why was she so excited to like all of a sudden tell Estella that one, she had tattoos and two, that Mauricio maybe had one, maybe he doesn't, we don't know. Um, it was just kind of strange. I thought it was strange. I don't know why tattoos are such the topic of conversation. Um, if you can, if you guys can even remind us, you know, how it even came up, please. But Kyle, I'm not, I'm not saying that Kyle was eager to talk about it, but you know, she was just being honest about it. And then Mauricio's like, it's mine to talk about. I don't yeah. want to talk about it. Like he got so upset got with that. her for telling something that was his story to tell, but it's a tattoo. It's not really like a, a story. Like, I don't know. To me, a tattoo isn't big of a deal. I'm not religious. I don't know. But, you know, Kyle is clearly upset. Um, Mauricio is clearly upset. And, you know, it kind of takes me back to, to bring it back to another Bravo scandal. You know, we saw Craig on page six about Carl and Lindsay. Once you see the season, it will make a lot more uh -huh. sense. Now that we're seeing the season of early Hills, the Kyle and Mauricio split is making a lot more sense. It is not coming as a surprise to anybody after everything that we're seeing on the show. Yeah, and, and honestly, I am surprised that we're seeing as much as we're seeing and that Kyle is openly talking about in her confessionals that they're having a tough time and that they're not in sync. She's never said that before. And so the fact that she's saying anything about it, I think tells us a lot. And she, it, I mean, it could just be the editing, but it seems like she's saying it not just once or twice. Like it, there's only been two episodes. And so far I feel like she's said it a handful of times that they're going through a rough patch. And so I, I totally agree. If the rumors hadn't the rumors, the rumors, the rumors and the nastiness, if that hadn't come out before the season, I feel like we would be watching this and saying something's off here. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, so yeah, I don't know. There's definitely more to come with that. Um, but we end the episode on quite a kind of synergistic note. You know, the um, Beverly Hills ladies are headed to Vegas. And I couldn't help but be so excited while watching this on my flight to Vegas. You know, it couldn't have been more perfect. But um, it is, you know, Chris's 40th birthday. So they're going to go, they're going to party it up. Um, you know, Erica is also, I guess they're, are she getting ready for a show? Or are they going to maybe, yeah, I, I don't unclear, know. Unclear. I don't know what's going on there. Um, but, you know, of course, you know, Kyle is in charge of getting the jet, as she always is. She's very proud to get it. She's very proud to talk about getting it. So, I mean, if I had a friend like Kyle, I would always <laughs> get on a private jet. Um, Can we, for one second, though, talk about Crystal? Because episode one, I don't think she had one line. Maybe she had one word that, you know, came out. 
episode two is about them going for her 40th birthday, but I think we even still only got like maybe, you know, a two minute scene with her brother. And I feel like the most interesting thing about Crystal is her brother, you know, that the fact that he's the Justin Bieber of China, like, I want to know more about that. But and nothing against Crystal. I think she just is too normal. She doesn't bring the there's nothing lavish or no, not lavish. There's just nothing outrageous about her. It makes for good TV. You know, I'd probably want to be friends with her, but that's like, I, I don't necessarily think she brings anything to the table for the show. What do you think? I don't either. I was honestly surprised that she was asked back in a full-time role this season. Yeah. Um, you know, I thought for sure she was going to be demoted to friend of. Um, but you know, we did, I did see some comments on Instagram. People were asking where she was and she said, she's going to show up this season. So, you know, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see what happens, but who else is showing up this season is Sutton Mm -hmm. because the episode ends on a cliffhanger. We love those cliffhangers. You know, whenever it cuts to a black screen with white text, you You know, know it's going to be good. It's going to be good. And so the ladies go to magic Mike and then we see Sutton just storming off. She is not okay. Something has, has gone wrong. Um, and it's just, you know, it's, she's starting, she's starting. Um, and it's, it's about to go down. It's, it's clear it happens. It's unclear who instigated it. Yeah. It might have to do with Sutton wearing pants and not a skirt with no underwear. We don't know. Um, it's very unclear. Do you have any theories? I feel, I feel like she, the way they made it seem is that she's going to be upset at what's going on at the Magic Mike show. And she's probably going to seem, Clutch my pearls. Uh, that is so, that is just too much. It's so inappropriate to be on stage with your legs spread wide open like that and have a man act like he's you know, down there. Is that inappropriate? I feel like she can be. And she has that very Southern energy that I feel like that set her off. I think she's not approved until it like crosses a certain line. And then I think I can see her storming off and being like, I don't want my children to see me seeing that. We'll see. I don't know. I mean, you're in Vegas. You're going to Magic Mike. Good impersonating Lisa. <laughs> I mean, you should know what to expect. Who hasn't heard of Magic Mike? I mean, come on. So if Sutton is by any way offended by this show, then Sutton, maybe maybe you're not on my good side anymore. I don't know. But I do know Sutton is going to bring some mama. I do know this Vegas trip is going to be epic. I do know our Vegas trip is going to be epic because we just got to Vegas a couple hours ago. BravoCon has yet to begin but the events are already starting. She's starting. And the you know? fans are everywhere. We've already met so many amazing fans so far who are just so excited to be here. We've even seen people wearing Bravo Breaking News merch, which is awesome. Go to the Etsy store and check it out. But yeah, it's been so fun. Um, and I also, I got to give a shout out to Tracy because in the comments, he said, I love Crystal's housekeeper. And you're right. That is, that's like the second best thing about Crystal is her housekeeper, especially when she tells her that dress is ugly. 
Oh, for sure. Yeah, no, for sure. What What's her name again? I can't remember her name. She, but she's, she's awesome. Great. She's great. I think we're going to see more of Crystal this season. Um, but so what are you excited about BravoCon? What are you most excited to see for BravoCon? So this is my first year. I know you've gone to uh, twice before the others. And so I'm just so thrilled to be here this year because the other years it hadn't worked out for me timing wise. I can't wait to see anything with Andy. I can't wait to see the Beverly Hills ladies. I can't wait to see the new New York ladies. Um, of course, Sam, you know, New York icon. It just everything. I'm just excited to be around happy Bravo people who love this as much as I do. Yes, me too. Me too. If you guys are here, if you guys are coming, DM us at Bravo Breaking News and Lisa not on Instagram and make sure you're following us because we will be posting so much all weekend long, all the panels, all the BTS, everything you need. And who knows, maybe we'll go live again. We don't know. We don't know what the weekend is going to bring, but we are going to re be reporting live from Vegas. So make sure you follow us on YouTube, on Instagram, so you don't miss anything. All right. See you guys next time. Bye.